Today is the founder and leader of the People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier. Maxime, old friend, welcome back to the Rubin Report. Thank you very much. Very pleased to be with you. I wish we were talking under better circumstances, but unfortunately, the man who is your prime minister up there in Canada has exercised these emergency powers. We're going to get into all of that, and you've really been at the forefront of fighting for freedom from a Canadian perspective for many, many years. I thought I could just throw to one video real quick up top because I've had you on the show a couple times over the years. First time was about three years ago this month. And we did an event together about two and a half years ago in Canada and Antifa showed up and a bunch of the sort of hysterical lefties who have seemingly taken over your government showed up. And I think a bunch of people will remember this. All right, so the reason I started with that is because you have been talking about freedom and liberty and choice and individual rights in Canada for many years. That right there, that woman yelling, you know, you're Nazis, et cetera, et cetera, yelling it to a woman whose husband, who is next to her, actually fought against Nazis in World War II. Um, that has been much of the response and it seemingly has leaked into your government now. So I thought that would be a good place to start us off. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You know, the woke culture, it's all in Ottawa right now in Parliament. And as you know, Justin Trudeau uh, said to the protesters that are in Ottawa, and I was there the last two weekends, that they are racist and xenophobe. And he tried to discredit the people that are participating in that protest. I call that a rally, you know, because I was there. People were smiling. That was fun. Dancing on the, in the street. And the, it, it was fun because these people that were there understand that the end of all these uh, mandates is happening. And right now, you know, in certain provinces in Canada, like uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Quebec, they will lift all their mandates this month. So it's only the federal government that is saying, no, 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 we need to put more restriction on your freedoms with that Emergencies Act that Trudeau uh, used uh, this, uh, this week. How closely are you associated with the truckers? It's a little hard to tell how these groups are all associated, who was coordinating all of this stuff. But clearly, in two weeks, they made a lot of forward movement. So as you just said, some of the premiers started saying, hey, we're going to scale this stuff back. Trudeau then had a moment to say, OK, let's do it. Let's, let's relax on this stuff. And instead, he put his foot on the gas. Yeah, he doubled down. He doubled down on restrictions. And, you know, there's no emergency in Canada right now. And, you know, if you use that Emergencies Act, you must show the, the 
threshold is very high and you must show that we are in a war in Canada, there's insurrection in Canada, our democracy is in danger. That's not the case. And a lot of experts, legal experts, said this week that there's no justification for Justin Trudeau to use uh, that emergency act. And actually, the, the premier of Quebec, the premier of Alberta, the premier of Saskatchewan said to Trudeau, we don't want you to use these uh, powers. We don't need that act and we don't want that in our province. But Trudeau didn't listen and he went and he used it. And now, you know, uh, in Ottawa, uh, the police will uh, act and I don't know what can happen, but that protest was very peaceful uh, and people were happy to be there and we'll see. But uh, Trudeau has one solution that he can use and that would be very, very effective. Uh, it's uh, to end the mandates at the federal mm -hmm. level. Actually, as you know, I cannot travel in my own country by plane because I'm not double vaxxed. That's unconstitutional and illegal, and that's why I'm suing right now the federal government because of that. But Trudeau can end that tomorrow. There's no scientific reason for that. There's no justification for that. But no, he's doubling down with that uh, legislation. So I get that guys like you and I maybe are in a little bubble. We love freedom. We're, we're around an awful lot of people who like to live freely. I know it's a very radical idea. Do you have a sense of who is really supporting Trudeau? I, I don't see many people actually supporting him, even just cursorily looking online. I don't see a lot of support for Justin Trudeau. I don't see a lot of support for exercising these emergency powers. I see an awful lot of pushback, but I don't see the people that are like, yes, he is doing it right. And these people are racists and you know they should have their uh, heads crushed by the government. No, the way that he's managing that crisis, uh, he didn't have a lot of support from the population. And actually, uh, we are uh, growing our support. We, the People's Party, you know, we created that party in 2018. Our first election was in 2019. We had 1.6% of the vote. Our second election last September, 5% of the vote. And now the last poll this week, we're supposed to be around 10%. So we are growing, our support is growing, but for Trudeau, the way that he managed that crisis, it, for him, it's a power grab. That's it. And I believe that more and more Canadians understand that. And um, I don't, if we have an election tomorrow, it, will, it won't be good for Justin Trudeau. What do you think his end game here is? I mean, he's obviously scared a lot of people. And I want to talk to you about what your deputy prime minister said, obviously, Christia Freeland, who had, you know, gave this just unbelievably awful speech and that they're gonna freeze bank accounts and all that. But, but before we get to that, what do you think his real end game? Is this purely, I'm gonna scare the hell out of these people, enough of them will disappear and my reign of power will just continue? Is, that, is, that, is it as simple as that? Uh, it may be something like that, but uh, you know, it's very difficult to understand what, uh, what he wants to do. Uh, actually, what we know is for being sure that they think that uh, a bunch of violent people are in Ottawa right now, and that's not true, and more and more people understand that it's not true. And actually, as you know, the bridge, the Ambassador Bridge, we had a protest over there, and the police was able to solve that peacefully, and now the bridge is open. So without having emergencies uh, act in force. So I don't know, Trudeau, like he said during the last electoral campaign, 
He is very uh, good at devising the population, good Canadians and bad Canadians. And for him, the good one and the one that are listening to him and having the two shots or three shots and all these mandates and Canadians that want to have more mandates. And uh, that must stop. But no, he's doubling down on that. And it's worth mentioning that Trudeau was reelected not too long ago with less than a third of the popular vote. That's just an important little piece to say. So when the deputy prime minister got up there, Freeland, and said this thing about how they will freeze bank accounts for people who donate to the truckers, that they're going to make sure that they cannot crowdfund, that they are going to figure out ways to regulate uh, cryptocurrency and a series of other things. First off, I don't know that they can do all that stuff. I mean, regulating crypto, the whole point of crypto is so that you can't regulate it. But putting that aside, I can imagine that, that the average person that is out there with you in Ottawa, the average truck driver, who these are not wealthy people for the most part, they're, they're just you know decent working class people, they get scared, they get scared. And then suddenly they don't wanna donate, they don't wanna be photographed out there. And, and maybe that threat does enough to, to end this thing. Yeah, but you know, it, it's sad. It's very sad that in Canada, uh, you use that kind of power to, uh, you know, these uh, people that are giving to the truckers are not terrorists. They're not participating in a violent, um, you know, actions or something like that. They're giving money to the truckers because they believe in freedom and they want to get, regain their freedoms. That's it. So now if you, if you gave uh, 10 bucks, uh, maybe your account can be freezed by your own bank. You know, you do that in a communist country in a communist country, not supposed to happen in Canada, but Justin Trudeau is doing that right now. You don't need to use these kind of powers to be able to, to solve the, the, the situation, to resolve the situation in, uh, in, Ontario, in uh, Ottawa right now. Do you think, I mean, at the end of the day, I know he's head of the Liberal Party, and we've often talked about classical liberalism together, but this man yeah. is no liberal in any, in any real sense of the word. Uh, he's either a socialist or a communist or, or, or a fascist, I would argue, at this point. W what do you think really drives him? What, what do you think is really driving him at this point? Because he did not have to do this. There was a moment a few days ago where some of the premiers were saying, we're going to scale back. And clearly, you guys were going to hear the message. It was obvious. But yeah. he didn't, as I said. So what do you think he really is trying to accomplish? But I believe that, uh, you know, power grab, I believe that he enjoyed the fact that he, he can have all these power and uh, putting more restriction on our rights. Uh, I believe that he's, do, he's acting like a communist dictator right now. And I believe that he's enjoying that uh, because there's no reason to use that and to do that to stop that. They were very successful to stop the protests at the Ambassador Bridge peacefully so you can do that. And the answer is, and all these mandates and provincial governments in Canada are listening to the truckers and ending all these mandates, except the federal government. It's, you know, there's no logic in all that. And I hope because the parliament will have to vote on that legislation uh, next week. And I hope it won't pass. If it doesn't pass, it would be the end. If, the, if that legislation, that emergency act is enforced, Trudeau will have another 30 days to use all these power. If not, that would be the end. And I hope we still have political parties in Ottawa, in Parliament, that believe in freedom and believe in our country 
and I hope that they're going to say no to Justin Trudeau next week. Are, are you hopeful that the conservative party, you guys have a conservative party that is not really conservative. It's sort of, it's sort of liberal, but that's for a whole other conversation. But are you confident that perhaps you guys and, and the more liberty-minded people can guide them properly? It does seem maybe at some level that this Candace Bergen, who's now heading the party, is at least, at least pretending to be a little more uh, for freedom? Yes, she's pretending, but we'll see. Actually, as you know, Trudeau doesn't have the majority in Canada in Parliament, and he will, uh, he will need another party to pass that. And the NDP, the, the strong leftists, said that they will vote with Trudeau. So that may pass in Parliament, and you still have the Senate in Canada, and maybe the Senate would be able to stop that. But I don't count on the Conservative Party anymore. Like you said, they're intellectually and morally corrupt. They're not conservative. They're doing politics based on survey. They don't have any conviction. They were not there the last two years. I was alone fighting for freedom, doing some rallies, being out there, speaking with Canadians. But the Conservative, they agreed with everything that Trudeau did for the last two years. I know you don't want extra credit for this because I, I know you as a friend, but you actually got arrested, what, about a year ago? Uh, the video, you took the video as it was happening. It was pretty extraordinary. Um, you know, we'll, we'll lay it in right here so people can see. Afternoon, sir. Yes, Purple yes. Park with the RCMP. Yeah. I can get you to step out of the vehicle. I'm going to place you under arrest right now. Yeah. Right now, you're under arrest under the uh, provincial health orders. Okay, so if you can just put your hands behind your back, face towards the vehicle. Okay, put, give me one hand here. I'll get you to the vehicle, okay? Thank yep. you. The other hand. Do you have any weapons or anything on you, sir? Weapon? No, no weapon. Only, anything on you only that's my hurt words. Me or anything. anything like that? Sorry? Anything on you that's going to hurt me or anything like that? No, no, anything will hurt you. Only my words, only my philosophy, only what I believe in. Okay. All right, come on over this way. I'll explain a few things to you here right away. That moment for you, um, and, and what you said was just so perfect, so beautiful. Your words are what you have. That's what they fear, in essence. This can't be fun. This can't be fun, what you're going through there. Yeah, I didn't expect that, you know, after a rally in a park being arrested, uh, and put in jail for 12 hours for a non-crime uh, in Canada. That happened last summer. And like I said in my speeches, I'm ready to go back to jail to fight for our freedoms. And I will always fight for what is good for this country. Maxime, what can people do to help? You know, obviously we're trying to amplify the message here. People are trying to help with crowdfunding, whatever they can do. And it has nothing to do with supporting racists or bigots or homophobes or transphobes or any of the other nonsense, which is exactly why I played that video up top because that's what they were yelling about us three years ago. What, what else can we do to help? Well, first of all, they can follow me on Twitter, Maxime Bernier. They can also go on our website, peoplespartyofcanada.ca. They can donate, they can help us. This new political party is growing step by step. And I believe that the future will be better for, for us, for Canadians, if we have more support but our support is growing. So they can go and read our platform. They're gonna see that we have a platform that is based on, based on four principles, individual freedom, personal responsibility, respect and fairness. Thank you for giving me that opportunity to speak to you and with your viewers. 
Maxime, I know you will always fight for Canada, but I want you to know that I've got an extra guest room here. If you ever consider political asylum, Florida ain't bad. But I know, I know you wouldn't do it because I know you're going to fight for your country. I appreciate that. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. If you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubinreport.locals.com.